Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. Today I have an interview with Jay Kim. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So today I have an interview again. It is my first male guest. Um, His name is Jay Kim and a little bit uh, about Jay. He is a full-time desk jockey and fitness hacker. He works with world-class athletes and other high performers to help them achieve the fitness results they need and shares his methods at hackyour.fitness. So it was awesome getting to talk to Jay. Um, I had a whole bunch of questions I had outlined to ask him and we literally were super aligned with our fitness um, what we teach, what we preach. So, uh, I really just kind of sat back and listened to all of his knowledge. So I hope you guys enjoy the same. Um, we really get into finding your why and, um, why that's important. So that is with our interview. Um, and then my news and noteworthy for the week, I actually have a free webinar that is going to be happening this coming Thursday, November the 3rd at noon central standard time. So if anyone is interested in signing up for that, you can do so over, um, at sapphiretraining.com. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a little free webinar all about how to find your fitness lifestyle. So if you're interested in that and you can't make it live, no worries. Cause I will be sending out the replay. With no further ado then, let us get into the show with Jay Kim. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Jay, I'm super excited to have you on today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Andrea. I'm really happy to be on your podcast. Thanks for having me as a guest. Yes, no problem. And we were just chatting before the show started and he actually lives in China. So I'm kind of excited about that. So can you tell us a little bit about um, your move to China? Yeah, I moved here uh, in 2005, uh, a little over 10 years ago, and I moved here for a job, and I never left. (laughs) So I've had multiple jobs since, uh, but I kind of fell in love with the city here, and uh, then I fell in love with a girl, and uh, now I have a family, and uh, we live here in Hong Kong, so it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah, that is, I've never been there, but I've heard good things. (laughs) Well, you should add it to your uh, bucket list or whatever, uh, your to-do list, because it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely happening, and and you know the the city has come a long way, and the region as a whole has come a long way since uh, I moved over here. So it's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot happening here. It's it's quite interesting. That's fun. So then I want a little bit more about kind of your background and how you got into fitness. So I know that you were at a desk job previously. So what kind of made you transition into the fitness world? Yeah, well, uh, just to clarify that, I'm actually, I, I still am at a desk job. Oh. So uh, I'm, I'm a full-time sort of corporate desk jockey, oh. if you will. But um, that actually uh, helped me in my fitness journey. So um, my fitness journey was, is very similar to, I think, many people out there. Um, you know, you work, everyone's busy working uh, long hours, uh, barely have enough time to balance career family life, social, and last but not least, fitness. And so fitness has always sort of been kind of a monkey on my back uh, because I always was interested in fitness and um, I just never got to the level of fitness that I wanted. Um, and to really take take that one step deeper, uh, when I finally... Uh, realized why I was interested in fitness. It was it, it was kind of eye opening for me, and it was very it was more superficial than I thought. So <laughs> I'll be uh, sort of the first to raise my hand and say, uh, 
the main driver for me to uh, want to be fit was because I wanted to look good. Okay, so I mean, and this is different for every everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I think the the thing that really the the inflection point for me was when I was actually honest with myself and I and I took a hard look at at what I was doing and. I basically said, why, why am I doing this? Why am I going to the gym? Is it because everyone else is doing it? Or is it just the thing to do? And I finally sat down and I really contemplated it. And I said, well, the, the main reason is because I, w- I just want to look good. Uh, <laughs> and if I, as bad as it sounds, if I was born with extreme genetics, I probably wouldn't be on this fitness journey. So um, that said, there are also uh, a, a number of health benefits um, that you know exercise and fitness brings you. Uh, whether whether that's your purpose or not, it's kind of a nice little uh, you know side bonus. So uh, you know, back to my story, I was I, I'm working on Wall Street for a while in New York and uh, living a very unhealthy lifestyle. You know, doing a lot of uh, going out, client entertainment, working long hours, not watching my diet. Um, and it really just started to to stack up on me. And so, you know, I, I, I just like everyone else was trying to balance everything. And I thought that working out was just the thing that you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, three to four times a weekend, because that's what everyone else did. But I really didn't know anything about fitness. I didn't know anything about diet and nutrition. I was just kind of going through the motions because everyone else was doing it. And it was sort of, that was the thing to do. Everyone had their little gym bag next to their desk. And, you know, it was a conversation topic. Oh, did you go to the gym today? Yeah, I went to the gym. And what did you work on? You know, or what did you do? Did you do cardio? Blah, blah, blah. So it was very much, you know, part of the rat race. Just go to the gym, get it done. And because it's probably healthy for you, I didn't really know why I was doing it. I was just doing it. And then... Basically, after, call it four or five years of doing that, uh, spinning my wheels, um, and I call this wheel spinning 1.0 because that was when I didn't know anything about fitness and I was just going through the motions. And after five, four or five years, I still did not look like a men's health model or whatever I wanted to be. So <laughs> I realized something was wrong here. Um, so what, what am I doing wrong here? So. I, I, there was a point in my career, and, and this, was, uh, this was after I moved to Hong Kong, that the company that I was working for actually went bankrupt. Oh, man. <laughs> so I was out of a job, and that, the, the job was always my excuse, right? I was, oh, I don't have time for, fitness is not a priority, but, you know, I'm going to make my money first, and then I'm going to hire a personal trainer later on and I'll just get worried about getting fit later. Let me, let me, let me, let me get my money first and then, and worry about next. And I was very career focused and driven. So, uh, fitness was always sort of on the back burner for me. Um, uh, but I finally got to a point where I didn't have any more excuses because I didn't have a job anymore. <laughs> my company went under and I was left sitting there with just years of bad nutrition, uh, and, and, you know, I, I, I was left with nothing, basically. And I, at that point, it was sort of my inflection point where I was like, okay, I need to take my fitness much more seriously. And that began with education. So I didn't know anything about, uh, I knew about how to work out, because that's less easy. Uh, you just cherry pick workouts from fitness magazines and, and jump on whatever uh, classes that your gym's doing. But the part that I never, I was too lazy to always 
dig into was the diet and nutrition part. Um, and I always say that diet and nutrition is 85% of, of you know, your fitness journey because the working out part is, is usually easier for many people um, because it's, you know, they have very, it's health, health, the health benefits are immediate. Like after a workout, you feel good and, you, you know, chemically there's a lot of things going on in your body. Your, your brain is on fire and, and uh, you know, you get the immediate gratification. But for diet and nutrition, it's, it's like a negative, uh, it's like a negative aspect for many people because they, eating is one of the greatest joys in life. And to restrict that in any way, it, it takes, it takes a lot of discipline. And so I didn't know anything about the nutrition side. So I spent some time learning about nutrition um, and I read a couple of books and I was just digging, digging deeper into what is actually healthy food, what is not. Uh, you know, food choices was the first thing that I studied. Uh, and then I, I started digging a little bit deeper even yet uh, and looking at the laws of energy balance, calories in, calories out, that sort of thing. So I, this was around 2008. So I spent another five to six years, uh, and this is what I call wheel spinning 2.0. So I got another job and I was determined at this point, okay, I'm going to get fit. So I made a pretty significant uh, you know, some significant progress from in 2008 when I didn't have a job. I was working out very aggressively, uh, doing a lot of cardio, and I was finally getting in shape. I was kind of, quote unquote, the fitness guy. People saw my dramatic transformation, and they were like, oh, you're doing really well. You know, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And give me some tips. Uh, but then I never, you know, I, I would probably, I'd say... I made good progress, but I didn't make great progress. So I didn't get to where I really wanted to be. And I was, I was kind of very frustrated because I was, uh, you know, now I knew about nutrition and I knew about diet and I cleaned up my diet a lot, but I still wasn't, you know, getting the results that I wanted as in I didn't, I wasn't able to get super, super lean. And that's what I've always wanted. Okay. Um, again, you know, fitness goals are different for every person. Right? And I'm just saying that for me, it was, I wanted to, I wanted to have a six pack, right? That was my ultimate goal. So I spent five, six years trying every single workout out there. You know, I, I did everything except for higher personal training. I did literally all the home workouts, P90X, blah, blah, blah. I did CrossFit, you know, Soul Cycle, everything. I tried everything. Uh, and I even tried working out twice a day because I was like, well, oh, calories in, calories out. So if I just throw in an extra two hours of cardio, then I should be able to burn out everything that I'm eating. <laughs> and so this was uh, wheel spinning 2.0 because I was, again, very frustrated because I was doing all this hard work, um, you know, and I have I have I'm, I'm a very determined person. So if I have a goal that I, I just keep trying, I'm. I'm I'm like a pit bull, right? <laughs> and uh, it seemed like the harder I was trying, the you know the the more burnt out I was getting, and yeah. I wasn't getting anywhere closer to my goal. So, the true inflection point for me, uh, the aha moment, so to speak, was in 2014, which was only two years ago. Uh, my wife, <laughs> my dear wife, walked by, and she made this comment to me, and uh, I was getting ready to take a shower, and she walked by, and she was like, you know, for someone that works out all the time, you don't look that ripped. 
and she just kind of walked by. Um, uh, oh, that had yeah, to hurt. And it was like the total gut punch. I was I was fuming afterwards in the shower, and of course the rest of the day was ruined. And oh. and uh, I love my wife to death, and and she she and I love her honesty. She's always brutally honest to me, but she's also blessed with extremely good genetics so <laughs> she she doesn't have to work out she can eat whatever she wants and she uh she looks great and so i'm always so jealous i have a chip on my shoulder because of it and the rest of the day i was fuming i was like you don't understand you don't you know i have a slow metabolism i use that excuse a lot and i have to work out twice as as hard just to look you know half as good as you um, but i you know after sort of you know the hours wore by i finally I realized, you know, the reason that it hurt me so much was because it was it was true. I was I was spinning my wheels, spending so much time trying to figure out how to get that last mile, that last, you know, couple percent of body fat. But it wasn't working. All the effort I was putting in wasn't working. And so at that point in 2014, I finally was like, OK, I need to take a step back. and I need to really I'm not doing something right for the amount of effort that I'm putting in any human being would be ripped and so i'm not doing something right let me you know it's it's don't blame anyone else take a look at myself and see what i'm not doing right so i call this um you know syntax error i was i was doing i knew i had all the information in, in front of me i had done all my research i was executing all the different parts but i just wasn't doing it in the right sequence you know i knew about energy balance i knew what was healthy food what wasn't I knew how to count calories, I knew how to exercise, but I wasn't piecing it all together. And it was only then that I finally put the pieces in the right order, the right syntax, and finally was able to get down to basically the you know body fat percentage that I was pursuing the entire time. And so that basically for me was uh, my hack. When I, I say I hacked fitness is basically after having spent almost 15 years trying all these different things, and you know, especially nowadays, Andrew, with the, the internet and the flood of information, you can Google search articles on fitness, and you can find basically a study that will that that claims any sort of argument you want to make. You know, you get both sides of every single. You know, a new study says cardio is bad. A new study says cardio is good. Like every single point of fitness. You can find a study that's done on lab rats or it's done on a, some very select group of uh, you know, test subjects that will get to the conclusion that you want. So that kind of you know, helped me spin my wheels for longer than I should have. <laughs> um, so my whole thing then, so since then, you know, I, I finally realized that you know, it's, there's simple science behind exercise, diet, and nutrition, and you just need to, to learn it. And it's not hard at all, you know, anyone can learn it. And that was the thing, that was the biggest eye-opener for me because after that, I sort of went on this mini crusade because I had I, seen all these people, all of my peers, colleagues, my friends, who were going through the same struggle. And I, I, I observed this as an outsider and I was like, that's exactly what I was doing for the last 15 years of my life, let me help you. Let me, let me show you how I hacked fitness. Uh, and it's, you know, and when I say hack, it's not like a biohack, you know, it's not some quick shortcut. It's just literally take all the flood of information out there and let me show you exactly what is relevant and just distill that down into the least amount of information that you need 
to achieve the fitness results that you want. Okay. So, um, and again, I have to disclaim this because, you know, my, for me, um, and a lot of my peers, uh, who are working full-time desk jobs and they have, you know, a bunch of different obligations in life. The most people, they just want, you know, to do the minimum amount of exercise to be healthy and to look good. And, um, I know that's a blanket statement, but my program is definitely not for someone that's say training for a sprint triathlon or, or, uh, you know, or something like that. Um, it's literally just the, the minimum amount you need to maintain the physique that you want. Uh, and, and, you know, it's meant for sort of high achievers and people that are very busy in their lives, which is pretty much everyone that's worth that's working full time, I guess. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's basically my story. And, uh, and so I started uh, writing about my journey uh, on my blog, and um, it's just kind of picked up a lot of positive momentum. A lot of people are interested. I've, I do, I'm doing selective uh, coaching with um, just just a, just a handful of people, but because uh, I can only handle so much. But uh, it's it's you know the results are very very. It's a, it's a very powerful uh, program, and uh, it's very simple. And that's the beauty of it, because, you know, 98 of the percent of the information is out there available for free. It's just a matter of distilling it and, and filtering out all the noise that that that, you know, the Internet and the marketing monster uh, is what I call it. The marketing monster kind of proliferates all these lies to get you to buy certain products. And you just you basically don't need any of that. You just need to learn the simple science behind fitness and nutrition and you'll be well on your way. Yes, I'm so intrigued. You have so many nuggets in there. Um, so let's kind of start then with a little bit about your philosophy and um, your fitness philosophy, because I know everyone's, as you had said, is a little bit different out there on the Internet. And I literally just had this discussion with a client this week about mm. um, she came with me with an article and it was something that I personally didn't believe in. And she was like, look, at this person says it's true. And I was like, oh, no, this is your first introduction to seeing you can literally find every point you want to make mm. about fitness and find the opposition. So I was like, that's like might be the only article out there about that. You know, you really have to do your research. You have to know who this person is, if they, you know, who the scientists are or maybe they're not. You know, and so I'm like, it's it's a tricky world to maneuver. So I totally can relate and I can understand why you know it took 15 years for you to kind of go through all of the mess before you're like oh this is it i found it <laughs> yeah so yeah, absolutely i mean it's it's tough out there i mean so for my core principles so to speak or my philosophy um you know basically it starts with i i like to before i take on any sort of coaching clients i always i always have a quite a in-depth discussion with them because uh, fitness you know as as we've just talked about is different for every person you know and you without a goal in sight then it's kind of like you don't have a you don't have a, a roadmap of where you want to be if you're here and you're unhappy with with your fitness level whatever it might be and you want to get to from a to b you need to define b clearly you really need to know what am i pursuing do i you know do i want to look good or do I want to be, uh, you know, am I doing this to be super healthy and have very good, uh, you know, cardiovascular health? 
or am I doing this because I want to be strong because I want to be able to lift more than the other guy and I don't necessarily care about being healthy or I, I don't necessarily care about uh, looking good I just want to be strong so every person's fitness goal is different and so it's very important to clearly define that goal so without having that goal in sight you're never going to achieve you're never going to make progress towards it um, so I always begin with um, an honest sort of introspective look uh, the, the, the client has to look deep inside themselves and basically they really have to spend some time and you know I don't it's it, my 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 program and I don't I don't take on a lot of people you know I, a lot of people aren't ready because I think fitness is 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 a personal journey and if you're not ready to make the commitments that you need it it's achievable I, 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 I tell people look if you really want this you can have it you know, this is one thing that I'll guarantee. Like every person that's gone through my program has made fascinating, like remarkable results. So it's not a matter of, you know, it's not a matter of if is it attainable or not. You know, I, I all but guarantee results if you if you just follow what I say. But you mentally you have to be ready for it. So you have to be honest with yourself. You, you know, I, I tell I tell people, you know, take some time, sit down, think about it. Why do you want Fit, to be fit you know you really need to think about why do you want it and you want to do you want to be healthy do you want to look good you know and I tell people look vanity is okay it's okay to want to look good I mean I I I like I said I'm the first to raise my hand and say that's the reason that I went on my fitness journey it's different for every person but you really need to define why you're doing it because unless you visualize your success and what your goal is you have almost zero chance of uh, to get there. Okay, so now once that's done, once once a person has basically said, you know what, I'm going to do this, I'm committed, I'm I'm ready to do it. Um, you know, that's when you have to start the education process. And before, you know, people want to jump into tactics. That's all they really, they, you know, they want, okay, I'm going to get, I just bought my new gym shoes and my new gym bag. I'm ready to go. What do I do in the gym? You know, and I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, let's let's calm down, you know, forget the gym for now. <laughs> we need to educate ourselves first, because I basically after working, you work with me for three months, I teach you everything you need to know. So I'm essentially putting myself out of business. This is not a very scalable thing that I'm doing <laughs> because I'm teaching everyone exactly what they need. So in three months, they're going to basically get in good shape or much better shape than they were before. <laughs> and they're going to be well on their way. They're going to be armed with all the knowledge and all the tools they need to continue their journey. Okay. So education is very important. So I spent a lot of time um, sort of at the very beginning, the first couple of weeks, uh, handholding them, uh, my clients and teaching them about just all of the new, everything you need to know about diet, nutrition and the you know, laws of energy balance. Uh, how do you, you know, track your macronutrients, you know, um, teaching them just, just stuff that I had taken for granted along the way, or maybe I didn't know. Um, and here's another thing, Andrea, that we, that I'm guilty of is that, you know, being a fitness enthusiast and just like you, I often take for granted the level of knowledge and understanding of most people that maybe not, are not, uh, as avid readers of, you know, fitness articles as we are, you know? So, so a true. lot of people don't know anything about counting calories and they don't know that, a salad with dressing might actually be worse for you um, <laughs> because of the dressing than, mm -hmm. you know, say a uh, burger or something like that, right? So 
these are the little things that you have to, they have to educate themselves on. And then once the education, I mean, the education kind of lasts for a long time, but once I start teaching them and they really start getting interested, then they usually start digging into it deeper. And then, and then we can go into the tactics. So then I finally say, okay, now that you're, you're, you you've been honest with yourself, you realize what your goal is, you figured it out. And then we've taken some time to educate ourselves. Now we're ready. You know, now you get the keys to the car, you can go <laughs> and let's start working out. And then, so I, I take them through all the lifts, um, and the workout part and, um, and that's how they go. So, uh, so those are sort of the three, uh, um, you know, core principles, uh, or philosophies that I, that I go by, but, you know, I really, I really stress, uh, being honest with yourself because if not, then you, then you're probably not going to make it through the three months and you're probably going to fall off the wagon, you know? And, um, you know, I mean, I think that as, as a, if you're a coach and you're, you're charging people, that's a good way. I mean, it's called a negative reinforcer where you've spent money. So that's a additional, uh, motivation for you, um, to, to, to stick with the program. Uh, but I think, um, like, like fitness, the, the, the main thing about fitness, because all the information is out there and it's very readily available now with the internet. Uh, why do people spend money on fitness? It's, it's for accountability, right? Mm -hmm. you, you need a coach, you need a training partner, you need someone that's going to keep you going. Um, not everyone is, is, is as disciplined and, and as high achieving as, as some of these, you know, bodybuilders that are, are very clean and, and, and focused, you know, people need that accountability partner. Uh, people need support. Um, and that's basically what, you know, the fitness, fitness industry, like the, the trainers in the industry, that's what they're trying to provide. Right. Mm -hmm. Totally. So in your opinion, what is kind of, um, cause I mostly work with females. I do have mm -hmm. a couple husbands that I work with. Um, yep. and I've trained males back in my past and my gym days. Um, yep. but in your eyes, what are kind of the big difference between training like the male and females that you see? Mm -hmm. Um, I just did a, a pretty good article on this. So oh. the biggest difference between males and females, uh, is actually the way that the, the, the way that, okay. The biggest difference between males and females, uh, is basically nothing. That, that's what <laughs> my point is. It's the way that the internet and the marketing monster portrays the differences. So when I train female uh, clients, coaching clients, I basically, they use the exact same training methods and techniques that my male clients do. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I am sensitive to, uh, you know, if, you know, there, there, there are hormo hormonal differences, but for, for what I do and what I train, I think that it is, it's good for both. Okay, so I had a uh, coaching client recently that had just, um, you know, had a baby and she was just weaning kind of, or she was still breastfeeding. So for her, I said, okay, look, I, I'm going to wait until you're done, until you're weaned, and then we're going to start. Okay, and she was like, oh, I want to get started right away. But I said, no, um, because I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I'm not a specialist in that regard. So mm -hmm. I don't want to mess with that. But for, you know, if, if you're just a, a regular healthy uh, female, then I use the exact same uh, protocol. So the fitness industry and the, because of the marketing monster, uh, they've actually tried to segregate uh, what the differences and tried to prey on, um, you know, insecurities of, of the, of the different genders. And so they'll, 
target a certain workout, you know, like, oh, compound lifts are for men only. For women, you should, you you don't want to get bulky, so you want to be lean and toned, and you should do this type of exercise, like yoga and stuff like that. And so I don't think that, you know, I think that that is more of a gimmick uh, for for marketing and for consumerism. But I think uh, for training purposes, you know, I use the same methods and it's just the basic compound lifts. Um, you know, I don't actually, uh, require cardio in my program. So, uh, you can, you can get ex- pretty extremely lean without doing any cardio whatsoever. Uh, and that's usually a, uh, a, a big eye opener for a lot of people. So my focus is compound lifts, um, like squats and deadlifts. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, there, as far as I'm concerned, there are no differences between training uh, men and women. And um, I, I actually just did a, a, uh, I did a piece on it uh, on, my, on my blog. It's called The Difference Between Men and Women's Fitness. And uh, I put a there's, a, there's a, there's a celebrity trainer called Ben Bruno, and he trains uh, Kate Upton, who's the, like a swimsuit model. And he has her doing, you know, deadlifts and squats and stuff like that. And uh, it's on YouTube. It's great because he posts the stuff. And uh, it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of females, when, when I speak to them initially, they're like, well, I don't want to get bulky. And uh, I, I just, you know, I think that their idea of what um, compound lifts do to them is, is, is usually not accurate. So, you know, I'm really just trying to break down a lot of those myths and, and, uh, and fallacies uh, that, the, that the internet has helped spread. Yes, no, totally. The compound lifts, and if anyone doesn't know, that's like where, you know, a squat to a shoulder press is a compound lift. So you might be doing two different body parts with one move. So in case anyone doesn't know what that means, that's kind of what that is. And I'm also a big, strong believer in compound lifts because I don't like to just necessarily isolate, especially because I have a lot of, you know, like busy working moms and they've got to get workouts in quick. And so compound exercises are the best way to go. Yes, absolutely. And let's explore the cardio because I am also pretty much in the same boat as you with the cardio. Like I do minimal, maybe 10 minutes of like hit training. If that, um, when I do my cardio right before I go lift. Um, so what are your kind of takes on cardio? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, first of all, yay, because I'm really happy that <laughs> we're in the same camp on this. So, okay. Cardio, uh, is not necessary in my view to, uh, to get lean. And the reason for that, um, is if, okay, if your goal is to, is to just get lean in as quick is in as little amount of time as possible. I say don't do cardio. If you want to improve your cardiovascular fitness, if you want to train for you know sprint triathlon, if you want to run a marathon, then yes, you need to do cardio. Okay, um, okay. So the reason that I don't prescribe cardio is because of the time, basically. So the the time spent doing cardio, uh, basically, your the reward that you get that you earn from doing an hour of cardio is way less than if you were to do even half of that in compound lifts. Okay. So, and the reason for that is, uh, something called EPOC, which is, uh, excess post exercise oxygen consumption. But in layman's terms, uh, it is the afterburn effect. So you hear about a lot like a hit cardio versus steady state cardio. So if you do a, a you know, 20 minutes of high intensity interval training, 
they they say uh, the internet says oh you know the afterburner effect is much better so this is what you should be doing instead of doing your hour-long jog on a treadmill right mm -hmm. so yes that's that's true this is actually fact um hit actually has a higher uh, your 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 afterburn effect so basically your energy levels uh, and your metabolism will be raised for a longer period of time after you work out than if you were doing say an hour of, of steady state cardio like jogging or cycling right okay so that's true now what uh, a lot of people don't know or the internet hasn't proliferated is the fact that compound lifts like like we were talking about squats deadlifts bench press anything with a barbell that requires more than just a single muscle isolation work uh like a bicep curl in case anyone's looking right. for yes, it yeah. like a bicep curl uh, compound lifts uh the afterburn effect on compound lifts is like 5x so so for 48 hours after you've done an intense say squat session your metabolism is going to be on fire and you're going to still be expending calories you know and and not a lot of people know that and it's exactly for the reason you said uh compound lifts you lift more than just one body part and so you're getting uh, much more full body workout like the squat is I think the single best exercise in the world because it works the entire posterior posterior chain which is your legs all the way up to literally the bar and your shoulders so everything in your entire core and your back your hips everything gets work um, and because of that it has a very high afterburn effect and hence if, if you're talking pure efficiency if you do 25 30 45 minutes of heavy lifting versus 40 versus an hour and a half to two hours of say work on the treadmill uh it's not even you're, it's not even close you know the amount of of afterburn you're going to get from the compound lifts far exceeds the steady state cardio so um and also i hate cardio <laughs> i just find it boring uh, i think many past, people do yeah, I always thought that I needed it, needed to do it to get shredded, and uh, I would end up watching shows. Uh, the gym I went to before had like a little treadmill with like a, a DVD player, so I would watch shows, and that would help a bit. But in all honesty, I hate cardio. And I don't, <laughs> uh, you know, that was a big thing for me because I, I, I went through a phase where I was doing cardio twice a day, and I got so burnt out. And I basically was like, there, there has to be a better way, you know, there has to be a better way. And so, um, yeah, compound lifts is it. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, and it's a lot of times the cardio is just long, monotonous, same thing, especially if you're indoors. Like I live in Minnesota, so it's cold and snowy, mm. you know, most of the year. And so it's like that's kind of your option unless you're going to go outside and. 30 degree to right. 30 degree below zero weather, which not for me. So, um, you know, like that's kind of your options. And I know a lot of people sometimes get frustrated with, oh, I'm bored with the cardio, but you know, there are definitely ways to do it. Like, um, Jen Sinkler has a great program, lift weights faster, which made, mm. you, made me think of that. And it's all compound lifts and it's going high tempo. What people don't realize is you do get out of breath and you are getting your heart rate up. Um, just as you would if you're doing, you know, sprints on a treadmill might not be as high, but you're still getting similar benefits. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, after, if I do like a set of heavy squats, my heart is beating out of my chest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And the key totally is heavy yes. lifting and pushing yourself to like That's the right. max amount of weight that you can lift. Exactly. 
So let's talk about like a little bit about mindset because I am really into mindset. So I know for you, you know, having a desk job and having that mindset to be like, okay, I'm going to leave. If you work out after work, I'm going to leave work and skip happy hour and go to the gym. Um, I kind of want to know what is the mindset and places that you've worked? Like, how do you kind of get that positive, like, okay, let's go to the gym. Let's get that workout in. Is that like a culture thing, um, depending on, you know, your work environment or is it more individualized? Do you find? Well, I think it's a mix of both. I think, uh, I think a lot of, you know, fitness has come a long way. And, uh, in the last 10 years we've, we've seen it, we've uh, witnessed it. Um, I, I'm very happy about, about <laughs> the, the state of fitness and is increasingly, it's very, uh, it's much more in right now to be fit than it was 10 years ago. You know, and I, I remember when I first started working, uh, you know, 15 years ago in my desk job, happy hour was definitely, uh, higher on the priority than fitness for just about everyone. If you went out uh, and you were like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to drink tonight um, because it's, it's a Thursday. <laughs> everyone would look at you like, what are you crazy? You know, everyone's drinking. It's Thursday. It's happy hour, right? Um, so I think it comes down though, at the end of the day, it comes down to the individual, you know, it's very, it could, it can be hip to be fit. Um, there's that thing at play. Uh, and especially now with the, the tr fitness trend, it's, uh, it's improving. So there's that element, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the individual. Okay. And so, um, the thing is for me, uh, and I found this to be so true is, uh, so I'm an early riser. I, I work out in the morning and, uh, it's, it's, I've done that since 2003 and it's basically was a life changer for me, even though I didn't, you know, hack my fitness back then. It was, uh, professionally, it was a life changer. And, and I'll tell you why. So uh, exercise is what's called a keystone habit. It's something that triggers uh, widespread and positive change in other, many other aspects of your life other than just fitness itself. And the reason for that is because there's, um, you know, it's scientifically proven that, uh, you know, the mind-body connection is, is, is very strong. So your body, after you exercise, um, you know, there's a direct link between physicality and cognitive, cognitive function. So I don't know if you've experienced this, but in the morning for me, after my workout is my brain is on fire. That's when I'm in, when I'm in the shower, I have all these ideas, right? My <laughs> mind is spinning. Totally. And I found that the, the difference between the days when I work out and when I don't, is just, it's like night and day. On the days I work out, I'm much more awake, uh, at work, much more alert. Uh, I'm, it's so, so, and this is, this is not my finding. This is, you know, people like Richard Branson have come out on the record and said, you know, the number one thing that has, you know, that, that helps me in my career as a businessman, as a billionaire is, <laughs> is exercise. He attributes it to exercise, you know? Um, and you know, this is, this is well known. So, uh, I, I believe that the number one sort of productivity, uh, tool for any, anyone out there, but, you know, specifically for people that are working and say high stress jobs or long hours or entrepreneurs, the number one productivity hack, so to speak, is exercise. I mean, when you exercise, it just does so it's, it's just so good for your body and you just, you just get, you, it, it puts you in the, the, the right, you know, mindset, you are more productive you feel better, um, you know, just a, a lot of things in your life uh, piece together um, because it's a keystone habit. So 
Uh, for me, working out in the morning uh, has always worked, and it, it's it's you know it's it takes a little bit of getting used to, but I've started working out in 2003, and I've never gone back. Okay, so that's how much of an influence it's had in my in my professional career, right? So um, it's different for everyone. Uh, so, but I think that if you make a commitment to uh, to fitness, um, you can it, your mind is very strong. So if you have a if you visualize your goal back to what we were saying about my philosophy and my core principles, after you're honest with yourself and you you have a goal in in mind, I tell all my coaching clients to literally to find a picture on the internet of what you want to look like, you know, at the end of this. So people will come back with six pack abs or you know bikini model and and I say print it out and, and put it somewhere where you can see it every day, like in your study, <laughs> or you put it as your desktop wallpaper on your computer if you're not embarrassed when people walk by or whatever. But you need to be able to look at that because that when you visualize success, uh, that will help you get through the, the times when there's happy hours and there's temptation, you know. Um, one of my, you know, heroes is Arnold Schwarzenegger and he he's you know an icon and he's 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 attributed his success uh to winning mr olympia and all this to visualization you know he says when you visualize he he would think about he would visualize himself on stage winning that mr olympia award and basically every time he would get tempted not to work out or to, to eat a little bit loose he would go back to that picture that snapshot in his brain and and see him uh, holding himself holding up that trophy and it would it would flip the script in his mind. So basically work as in going to work out or eating clean this this meal was was seen as one step closer to getting to that goal, not seen as a as a detriment or seen as oh, this is annoying. This is a chore. I have to do this it is seen as, oh, you know what? By by eating clean this meal, I'm getting one step closer to holding that trophy in my hand. So that's why I take a lot of time at the beginning. I, I tell people to be, you know, after they're honest with themselves and figure out what their goal is, they need to be emotionally involved and attached to that goal. Visualize success. And it's so powerful when if every day you think, you know, you repeat it. And it's also the power of repetition, right? Um, if you see that picture on your desk or on your phone or whatever and you say, I want to look like this and I'm not going to stop until it. And it's kind of like a, it's an accountability as well, a, a accountability point as well. I feel like we have totally read the same books because I'm like, <laughs> man, his philosophy is very similar to exactly what I believe in. Finding your awesome. why, visualization, compound exercises, not a lot yeah. of cardio. It's so funny. So it's kind so of fun. Good. I'm like, I feel like I'm interviewing myself in a way. Amazing. <laughs> so I'm just fascinated by that. Do you meditate as well? Uh, okay, so I have meditated in the past, and um, meditation is, is, is another one of those things uh, which, you know, such successful, successful people swear by it, right? And they say that it's, it's a game changer, right? And yep. I haven't gone down the meditation hole just yet, <laughs> but I, that's not to you know, I've always, in the past, I've always thought, oh, this is kind of hokey, you know, like meditation, you know, who just sits there and and just thinks, right? But then um, the more I read, the more convinced I am. And I, But I haven't, to be honest, I haven't taken action yet and I haven't incorporated it into my life. But I think that there will be a time in my life, uh, you know, where I will start meditating. And I truly believe that, you know, a lot of times 
for businessmen or entrepreneur, especially entrepreneurs, um, what what they've been doing for many many years to get them to a certain point is hustle, grit, you know, discipline and hard work and overachieving. And uh, meditation is just opposite that. And there's so many people that have personally said to me or I've read about that have basically and they're high achievers and they're entrepreneurs and they're full busy busy people that have said when I you know introduced this element into my life it was exactly opposite of what I thought would help propel me productivity wise but it did just that you know um, so I'm intrigued I'm very intrigued uh, I don't I don't practice it just yet um, and I'm, I'm I haven't really researched it as much as I'd like to but I do believe in it <laughs> and I will at some point like I said no I definitely um yeah I'm a meditator and have been for the past probably about three years now and I definitely can notice the days where I don't meditate because I am definitely not as grounded and I am more like well the other day I didn't meditate and I didn't work out and oh my oh, goodness no. like I could just tell like my emotions. I'm like, why am I feeling so angry today? And if I skip like a couple days of workouts and I only had skipped one. Um, but I was like, wow, I definitely am noticing the difference just because I was, you know, I was doing something every day and I just didn't have time and it was supposed to be my rest day, but usually I still try to do yoga or something. And yeah. I'm like, wow, this is just great to see that, you know, just to have those days occasionally, once you get into that habit to see, oh yeah, this is why I do it. Like you really do have other reasonings, you know, that could be your why it might start out as a lot of people do, you know, for vanity purposes. I mean, quite a few people do, to be honest. I mean, when I come, when a lot of clients come to me, that's the first thing they say. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's probably why I did it first too. But then you kind of get to that level where you're like, oh wait, no, this really does make a difference in my life. And that's right. the point I think when it really sticks with people, when they're like, yep, I love the way I feel after I get those workouts and that's kind of the same thing with meditation like you'll kind of get there after you kind of are like oh this is what it feels like not to meditate yes now this is why I do it <laughs> right yeah exactly I I, uh, I, I, I want to start soon. Hey, that might be a 2017 uh, goal for me. You know, <laughs> one of the things that I love doing, which I'm sure you do, is, is sort of studying the rituals and habits of, of a lot of successful people. And, and by far, you know, one of the top, say, five things that always comes up in addition to exercise is meditation. So I believe in it. I know that there, that there is something there. Uh, I just need to find uh, where it where it plays in you know where it plays a role in my life um, and at, and at what stage in my life I, I want to introduce it right. Yes, totally. Especially with a young young daughter that you have because it definitely helps <laughs> me because <laughs> I have a son that's about the same age as his daughter and we were talking and it definitely does help when you're like okay just a little a minute to myself two minutes to myself. That's right. <laughs> so um, I just have a few more questions to kind of wrap mm -hmm. up with. Um, so one of the ones that I always like to ask people are what does peaceful power mean to you? Peaceful power. Well, I, I can explain that probably, uh, I'll explain it like this. When I think of peaceful power and fitness, um, I think that the power that you have once you, I think about the power that you have once you educate yourself and you're mm. honest with yourself, you know, uh, education is so important. And, you know, after hearing my journey, you know, that I was, I was misguided for many, many years of my life. And it was really frustrating for me. And I, I just look back and I feel, if only I knew, you know, if only I knew what I knew, know now. Uh, and this has been, this is the, the, the main motivator from the driving force for me to, to 
to sort of write and start coaching people is because I, I, I want them to learn. I want people to, to only know the truth uh, of what's out there. And uh, when I, we, I'll use a happy hour example um, because we're talking about happy hours. So when I go out, uh, and I don't go out that often now, mostly because of family situation, but when I go out, I am in control of every situation that I am, I'm in. Because I know, you know, it's the power, knowledge is power. And so when I go, I have certain tricks that, you know, I, I recommend when, when around, say, social events or Thanksgiving and stuff like that for big cheat kind of meals. And uh, before in the past, uh, when I didn't know, I didn't, have the, I didn't have the knowledge, I didn't have the power, uh, I would be out at happy hour and I'd be like, mm, let's see. So I've had three beers. So that's, you know, about 450 calories. And then there, there's like the tray of appetizers and like, mm, I really will feel like a chicken wing right now. But, you know, I can't eat that because it's, you know, it's X amount. And then and then as the night goes on, oh, what's another wing going to do? You know, <laughs> it's not going to make a difference. Right. So it was always this agonizing struggle. Um, you know, the guilt that I felt going on. It's like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I just worked out today. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna ruin it, blah, blah, blah. Now, when I go out, it's very calculated, um, you know, because I, I have all these strategies in place ahead of time, but I, I go out guilt-free. If I go out, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm not gonna count my calories of the chicken wings that I'm eating. I because I have the knowledge and I've set up my life, my, my fitness in a framework that allows for this sort of thing. Um, and I think that's really powerful, um, you know, so when you say, you know, peaceful power, you know, that, I, that's what that's 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 the first thing that comes to my mind uh, when it comes to the fitness, you know, because you can you can have your cake and eat it, too. You can look good year round and you can also go out and enjoy uh, a happy hour or, or social, you know, so. Um, and I think it's really powerful when once someone comes to that point, you can kind of see uh their confidence like you were saying when when someone finally realizes that exercise is actually a keystone habit it's good for all aspects of life um you know you see that confidence come through and and it's the same thing when 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 someone has finally hacked their fitness and they go out um you see them enjoying that nice dinner and not not stressing out about the extra onion ring that they're eating you know and i think that's that's great Yes, I totally love that. And getting to that point and not counting. And yeah, I was like, oh, cringing with like counting how many calories and the chicken wing and the drinks because I totally, I totally did that too. And like my young 20s, you're like, okay, I can have this many and this is where I get a cut off. And, you know, now you're like, yeah. okay, if I'm going to go out and like enjoy a dinner or a, you know, a glass of wine with my husband for a date night, like I'm just, this is going to be like my for fun, you know, like you yeah. can't get so obsessed with it and finding that balance with your health is so key right. as well. So I love oh, that. Absolutely. So where can we connect with you at? Where do you like to hang out? Yeah, um, you, my blog is hackyour.fitness. So if you go, it's a dot .fitness ending, uh, which is getting picking up some tr a trend these days. Uh, and I'm also on Twitter, at Jay Kimmer, J-A-Y-K-I-M-M-E-R. Um, and I just want to, you know, if you, like I said, I, I'm interested in, I call them the minimum uh, effective dose or minimum effective fitness protocol. So I have a, um, uh, free 13 page guide that anyone can go and just download for free and I literally like I said it goes through everything all that's all you need to know to start um, hacking your fitness uh, today so it gives you all the education behind uh, diet and nutrition how to count your calories 
how to track your macros, what's energy balance. Um, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, alcohol and, and everything like that. And it even goes into the lifts, what are compound lifts and how many you should do and set. So it's literally the 13 page, 13 pages, then you can start, uh, get started right away. So that's there at hackyour.fitness. Very cool. And then the last one, I always like to give um, everyone who's listening a little challenge for the upcoming week. So what challenge would you like to give everyone this upcoming week? Yeah, so um, going back to, you know, what I think is just the key, the key, key, key thing in fitness, you know, um, and it's nothing tactical. And, uh, and people are always so disappointed because I'm not giving, you know, the latest squat technique or, or latest uh, bench bench press uh, rep sets or whatever you know the key thing uh in my mind and i believe this so i believe this so truly is that you have to be honest with yourself so i encourage your audience to to take this week and really think about think long and hard about why you want to you know your fitness journey why are you doing this um do you want to be healthy do you want to look good you know clearly define your goal find a picture or find a visualization of that goal uh, because that is going to make or break your success. I truly believe that. That's so funny because as you were saying, like right before you said what it was, I type, I usually always take notes onto what the challenge is so I can make sure I put that in the blog post. And I <laughs> typed in, find your why. Like before you even answer, I was like, I already know. Like that's where he's going. And it's totally what you said. I was like, this has got to awesome. be where he's going because I'm right there with you. It's like the first thing I always tell people too. So. Amazing. That's awesome. We're totally aligned there. So yeah, thank you so much, Jay. It was a pleasure having you on today. Um, and I totally will have to have you on again. I like got through half of what I wanted to ask you, but I try to keep them under an hour. So I'm going to have to have awesome. you on. So much fun. Andrea, and thanks so much for having me on. Um, happy to come on whenever, whenever you want. I, uh, I love talking about it and, and seeing that our, our methods are so aligned. Uh, I, I, I love, uh, I love rapping with you. So totally. Yeah. And hearing it from a different voice. So I'm like, it's not just me that says these things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not just me that's the crazy one. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. Totally. <laughs> well, thank you again. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. If you're looking to spread more peaceful power in your life, head on over to sapphiretraining.com, spelled S-A, the word fire, training.com for more information about how to spread your peaceful power, as well as if you want a free resource guide on to working out for your body types, that is at the top of our homepage. So go on out there and spread your peaceful power.